Hello, and welcome to another edition of the RPAC Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Jones. Thanks for joining me. We have an awesome show lined up for you as we will take a look at some of the results across all of the fall sports. Our guest on the podcast includes Brendan Johnson, head coach of the Alma Cardinal football team. We're chatting with him as this week's RPAC Rundown Game of the Week features the Cardinals as they will hit the road to face the Arapahoe Warriors. So we will have coverage on social media for that one, and we'll get the thoughts from Brendan Johnson, head coach of the Cardinals, with their matchup against the Warriors. We'll take a break, then we'll dive into some of the results this past week in the RPAC. Here at Corbelli Physical Therapy in Cambridge, our approach and philosophy are simple. Caring physical therapy with exceptional results. You will be treated by our highly qualified caring team dedicated to improving your health and well-being. Good luck to our area athletes from Corbelli Physical Therapy. Let's take a look at some of the results from the RPAC this past week. Reminder, you can find your RPAC results on our website, bestboy-media.com, under the RPAC Rundown tab, and click RPAC Rundown Report. We begin with volleyball. The Cardinals of Alma had a busy week as they started off last Tuesday with a triangular at Northern Valley, Kansas. They split games, losing to Wilcox Hildreth 2-1 and defeating Northern Valley 2-0. On Thursday, Alma traveled to Elm Creek and they defeated the Buffaloes 3-0. On Saturday, Alma traveled to Hitchcock County for their tournament where they faced off with Maywood Hayes Center and fell two sets to none. Then they beat Arapahoe two sets to none and Hitchcock County two sets to none. The Cardinals entered this week with a record of 8-4. The Dundee County Stratton Tigers hosted a triangular last Tuesday with Cambridge and North Platte St. Pat's. They fell to both the Trojans two sets to none and the Irish two sets to none. On Thursday, Dundee County Stratton battled with Madison Valley and fell short losing three sets to none. They entered this past week at 0-8. Of course, we mentioned the Medicine Valley Raiders as they took on Dundee County Stratton last Thursday. They were able to beat the Tigers three sets to none, and they were led by three Raiders. Mila Farr, as she had eight kills, two aces, three blocks, and five digs. Stella Heapy, as she had eight kills, two aces, and five digs. And Remy Stout had eight kills, one ace, and seven digs. On Saturday, they participated in the Seven Valleys Tournament. Medicine Valley fell to South Loop two sets to one and defeated both Arthur County and Sand Hills Valley two sets to none. They entered this week at 8-2 on the season. Southwest participated in the Sutherland Triangular last Thursday where they took on Southern Valley and Sutherland. In the two sets to nothing victory over Southern Valley, Kalen Barnett had four kills, one ace, one block, and seven digs, while Bryn Lampy contributed 11 assists, one ace serve, one block and three digs. The Rough Riders defeated Sutherland two sets to nothing and Barnett posted six kills, three digs and two ace serves. They entered this week at seven and two. Wallace participated in the Hitchcock County Triangular on Tuesday last week where they took down Hitchcock County two sets to none and Perkins County two sets to none. Kendall Flaming posted 16 kills, five aces, four blocks and 11 digs between the two games. Then Wallace traveled to Loomis for a tournament on Saturday. The Wildcats fell to Loomis two sets to one 
but they were able to defeat both Silver Lake two sets to one and Highline two sets to none. They entered this past week at 8-2 on the season. Let's take a look at softball results now. The Southern Valley Alma Saints squared off against Kozad on Thursday last week and fell to the Haymakers 16-0. On Saturday, the Saints traveled to Kozad for a tournament where they faced Ord and Lexington. They battled with Lexington but ultimately came up just short as they fell to the Minute Maids 10-9. In their game against Ord, Southern Valley Alma fell 14-9. Now for girls golf, the RPAC girls golf teams competed at the Axtell Invite on the Awari Dunes course in Kearney, the Lexington Invite at Lakeside Country Club at Johnson Lake, and in Kansas at the Goodland Invite. On Tuesday, Dundee County Stratton traveled to Goodland, Kansas to compete. Gracie Fossler shot a 122, Maxine Hill shot a 125. As a team, they scored 515. On Thursday, Cambridge traveled to Kearney to compete in the Axtell Invite. Macy Jones placed 15th with a 92. Emma Rasmussen shot a 98. Jordan Cross shot a 102. And Malia Monter shot a 113. As a team, they shot a 405. On Friday, the Southwest Rough Rider girls golf team traveled to the Lexington Invite. As a team, they shot a 511. We'll take a break, and then we'll look at cross-country results and also football results. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. C-plus in Bertrand has everything you need when making a pit stop. Fill up your vehicle with Sinclair Fuel, and if you're running on empty, grab some Hunt Brothers Pizza or a Friel. Store hours are 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Convenience Plus, a whole lot more, located in Bertrand. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Let's take a look at some of the cross-country results from a week ago. First at the Lexington Invite, for Alma, the Cardinals had a good meet, placing fourth as a team with 102 points on the boys' side. They were led by Griffin Stemper, who came across the line in 13th with a time of 19 minutes, 57.1 seconds. For the girls, Harper Fennell just missed placing, coming in 17th with a time of 26 minutes and 6.1 seconds. For Arapahoe, they were paced by Campbell Schultz, who placed 24th. As a team, the Warriors placed 5th with 140 points for the boys. At the Chase County invite for Bertrand Loomis, it was a fast-paced course they ran on. Marcus Hernandez led the Wolf Kings, placing 4th with an 18.03. As a team, the Wolf Kings finished 3rd with 72 points. For Cambridge, the boys' side of things, Gavin Gunderson paced the Trojans and finished 38th with a time of 21 minutes, 3.2 seconds. The team finished 10th with 161 points. For the girls, Brenna Detterding placed 5th. Rachel Harris finished in 11th. As a team for the girls, they finished in 6th with 75 points. At the Broken Bow invite, Maxwell on the boys' side was led by Dallas Beagle as he finished 65th for their squad. Medicine Valley was led by Cale Garrett on the boys' side as he paced the Raiders, finishing in 20th with a time 
of 18 minutes, 27.9 seconds. Now for some of the highlights and notes from week three of the football season in the RPAC. First, let's take a look at the scores. Lawrence Nelson beat Arapahoe 68-14. Alma took down Bertrand 52-40. Ravenna beat Cambridge 50-18. Dundee County Stratton took down Axtell 40-7. Hitchcock County beat South Loop 36-24. Maywood Hayes Center beat Silver Lake in a shootout 59-50. Overton took down Medicine Valley 47-14. Maxwell beat Southern Valley 36-30 in our RPAC rundown game of the week. Paxton had a bye. Wilcox Hildreth was able to take down Southwest 32-28. Garden County beat Wallace 20-8. Juanita Palisade beat Sioux City 33-12. The Dundee County Stratton Tigers just keep on winning. This time they beat Axtell 40-7. Corbin Horner was solid once again for the Tigers as he had 151 yards rushing and a touchdown. The Wolves of Maywood Hayes Center bounced back nicely in shootout fashion with their 59-50 win over Silver Lake. Hayden Kramer, have a day. He was effective with 200 yards passing and 276 yards rushing with nine, yes, nine total touchdowns to lead the way. The Southwest Rough Riders lost a tight one against Wilcox Hildreth last Thursday as the Rough Riders went into the final quarter down 14 to nothing. Southwest reeled off 28 points, but the Falcons scored 18 of their own to seal the win. Hunter Bloomy had 51 yards and one touchdown on the ground for the Rough Riders, who are now 2-1 on the season. Reminder, you can find the RPAC results on our website at bestboy-media.com under the RPAC Rundown tab and click RPAC Rundown Report. We will take a break, and when we come back, we'll discuss our game of the week from last week, which featured Maxwell and Southern Valley. Webb's Oil Field Service would like to wish area athletes the best of luck this season. They are an oil field service company serving southwest Nebraska and northwest Kansas with oil lease and drilling rig services. Webb's Oil Field Service, located in Cambridge. Last week, the RPAC Rundown Game of the Week was the Southern Valley Eagles versus the Maxwell Wildcats on the gridiron. It was homecoming night for Maxwell, and the Wildcats were able to win 36-30. On the opening drive, Maxwell received the ball and made the most of the possession as they scored on a 58-yard touchdown run on the first play of the game by Easton Messersmith. Maxwell converted the two-point conversion and led 8-0. The teams traded empty possessions, but at the 631 mark in the first quarter, Southern Valley was able to score on a 75-yard touchdown pass from Camden Bowes to Mitchell Wilson to tie things up. The Wildcats, though, came right back down the field, and with 149 remaining in the first quarter, Easton Messersmith ran in from 14 yards out to make it 16-8. The Eagles came right back, though, and tied it up just before the end of the quarter at 16-16. In the second period, it wasn't until about halfway through the quarter when Maxwell scored on a 13-yard touchdown run by Levi Huffman to reclaim the lead at 24-16. Just before the half, the Wildcats scored again, this time on a 17-yard touchdown pass from Messersmith to push the lead to 30-16, and that's what the score read at halftime. 
In the third quarter, the teams traded possessions with no scoring to get things started, but Maxwell looked as if they were going to distance themselves and run away as Huffman scored again for the Wildcats, this time from nine yards out, to push the lead to 36-16 with 2.40 remaining in the third quarter. Southern Valley was able to answer as Wilson ran it in from 12 yards to make it 36-24 with 1.08 remaining in the third. Going into the fourth quarter, it became a game of keep away for Maxwell as they only allowed the Eagles to possess the ball one time in the quarter. On that one possession, Southern Valley was able to score on a Cole Broker four-yard touchdown run to make it 36-30 with 5.03 remaining. From there, the Wildcats just hung on to the rock and closed things out. According to Max Preps, Maxwell was led by a trio of ball carriers as Levi Huffman had 87 yards and two scores, Easton Messersmith had 150 yards rushing and two touchdowns, and Taylor Cheek had 104 yards on the ground. Also according to Max Preps, Southern Valley was led by Camden Bowes as he threw for 245 yards and two touchdowns. Mitchell Wilson was their leading receiver with 136 yards receiving and a score. Cole Broker led the way on the ground with 85 yards and a touchdown. Maxwell is now 2-1 on the season. They'll take on Sand Hills Valley this week. And Southern Valley is now 0-3 and will battle Cambridge. We'd like to thank our great sponsors of Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness and also Scouts Recreation for sponsoring the Game of the Week. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll chat with head football coach of the Alma Cardinals, Brendan Johnson. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness is locally owned and operated here to serve Arapahoe and the surrounding area. We have a passion for our patients and our community. We are continually innovating and evolving our therapy practices in order to give you the best individualized care. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is head coach of the Alma Cardinal football team, Brendan Johnson. Now, Brendan, you, you've got a big game against Arapahoe this Friday. How have preparations been going so far? Hey, they've been going pretty good. Arapahoe is a very familiar opponent for us. We played them twice last year, seeing them in the regular season, then seeing them again in the first round of the playoffs. So we kind of, I mean – very familiar with each other, so practice has been going good. We've been focusing on what we need to work on at what we've seen from last week and just trying to improve day by day. Now you've had a heck of a season with Jake and Neal as your quarterback, already over 1,000 yards passing, 17 touchdowns, some crazy numbers. What are some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, though, that he has done to have a successful start so far? I I truly can't say enough nice things about Jake and just how he is as a kid. He's he's very coachable. He's very respectful. He's very smart in the classroom and on the football field. He's got a great football IQ. Um, he's taken everything we've thrown at him in stride, and it, it's just been wonderful to see him grasp that and step up and be that leader that we needed, that guy we needed at that quarterback spot. And he's went above and beyond the expectations we had for him this season. Now it looks like you spread the ball all over the field to a variety of receivers. You have four guys with over 250 yards receiving thus far. That has to be nice to have some steady wideouts for your team. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, we can put in some different packages to uh, get different personnel on, on the field and to kind of get guys where they, they're better off. I mean, just get some, and just being able to mix it around makes us t- tough to scout. We can't have people can't just key on one guy because we got other guys that can get it done. So that's just been a huge advantage for us. Now you've already played four games, Brendan. Where are some areas you've seen your team improve from that week zero game against Superior to now? I would say overall or just our execution. I mean, the Superior game, we've put up some points week by week, but the execution has just been a lot better each week. Um, and just I, I actually fine-tuning and getting guys in the right spot. You know, that first week you – think you have a good idea where guys should play where and now we're finally getting fine-tuned to where all right these guys these are the guys we need here in this situation and whatnot and so I think that's the biggest thing we've improved in a lot of areas though so I mean that's been with the week zero game that's been one thing I mean getting that jump start getting that extra week of practice early has actually kind of helped us moving forward now you talked about some of the areas where you've seen your team improve, but maybe where are some spots where you want to see your group get better as the season goes on? We gotta we gotta do a little bit better stopping the run game. We've gotten in a couple shootouts. Um, Thunder Thunder Ridge was just a very very tough opponent. I mean, I, their front or front three on the offensive line they went three twenty three hundred two eighty. I mean, that's tough to match up for. They're gonna and their quarterback run the ball was two twenty. So it's just that's tough to match up for, but I mean, Bertrand had it. We gave up a few rushing yards in the first half, so we got to clean that up. And our pass defense has been great, but our rush defense has got to be a little better. Now, you mentioned Arapaho being a familiar opponent. With this matchup, what do you expect to see from the Warriors? They're going to be disciplined and they're going to be physical. I mean, Dustin Cronhoffman does a very good job. Um, they're always ready to play and they're always very well prepared. They're not going to you're not going to beat them by them making mistakes on their own. You're going to have to actually go out and you're going to have to beat them. You're going to have to play better than them. You're going to have to be more physical than them. You're going to have to execute better than them. And that's a tall order, but uh, I think our guys are up to the challenge. And you mentioned they're a familiar opponent, but they'll have some different faces on the field this year as they graduated a number of players. Will Shaw, though, is one of the guys to watch for for Rappo in the backfield. What have you seen from him on film? Oh, he's he's a pretty quick, shifty little running back. I mean, he's he's been a good addition for them. Uh, we we're gonna stress all week. We got to contain him. Can't let him get out in space. If he's gonna one on one with us, he's gonna be tough to bring down. But if we can keep him contained, then we should be all right. You mentioned containing him, being a disciplined football team. But what are a few other key, keys to success for the Cardinals to get a victory in this one? I think. Matching their physicality up uh, up front, I think they're we know they're going to be physical. That's actually where they bring some back some of their experience with uh, a couple of their linemen. So they're going to be okay up front, and we got to match that physicality. We also bring back guys from up front, so we match their physicality. And then the biggest thing I think is turnovers. I think the team that <clears throat> turns the ball over the least, which you hear that all the time. I, I preach it to the boys every day. The team that you can look at one stat after a game without looking at the score. And turnovers usually tells you who wins that game. So I think if we can force a couple turnovers and get them in some long down and distance situations, make them throw the ball, make them a little uncomfortable, 
And I think that would be a huge success for us. Many thanks to Brendan Johnson, head coach of the Alma Cardinal football team, for joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast. Their matchup against Arapaho is the RPAC Rundown game of the week. We'll have updates on social media throughout that game with kickoff at 7 p.m. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we will close things out. But before we do so, we'll have our Athletes of the Week, so stay tuned for that. Here at Scouts Recreation, we believe in the value of recreation. We believe in having fun. We believe that the best memories are made while doing the things you love with your favorite people. We have a variety of items from men's grooming products like Duke Cannon, golf equipment, camping goods, and our own apparel line. Check out our fall collection of t-shirts on the website at scoutsrecreation.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. It's time to announce our Athletes of the Week. Our Female Athlete of the Week is Ashley Robertson of Wallace, as she had a great race at Chase County, as she finished in fourth place with a time of 21 minutes, 35.5 seconds, which set a new school record. Our Male Athlete of the Week is, well, there's two of them. We had two awesome performances, and so we wanted both of them to be recognized. First, it's Trey Robertson of Wallace. He was in a battle with Jarrett Miles of North Platte St. Pat's until the very end at the Chase County Cross Country Invite last week. Trey edged Miles for first place and set a new school record of 16 minutes, 26.7 seconds. Our other male athlete of the week is Hayden Kramer. Kramer was effective and efficient with 200 yards passing and 276 yards rushing, and yes, nine touchdowns to lead the way in their 59-50 win over Silver Lake last week. That will do it for this episode of the RPAC Rundown podcast. For all of your RPAC needs, go to bestboy-media.com and click on the RPAC Rundown tab. Until next time, I'm Evan Jones, and thanks for tuning in to the RPAC Rundown podcast.